0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Early days, I just want to check up on the injury situation at the moment. I mean, early days for Harvey after his operation. But I just wonder how he's getting on with his recovery. What the plan for Roberto Firmino is this week? And has Trent also recovered from illness as well?
1: So uh, let's start with Trent because it's the most recent one, I think. Basically, our game started against Palace at uh, at twelve o'clock. Eh, with him uh, calling the doctor, um, he took his responsibility. But these guys, and it says a lot about our group, is that they always want to play. So even when he felt a little bit ill, he wanted to play. But it's better after two times ninety minutes, with uh, with the situation of all these intense games, that we uh, that we took the decision to leave him out. Um, but speaking about Trent, I have to speak immediately about James Milner because. Uh, we wanted to sort the situation with uh, with uh, with experience, but we got so much more in the game. James dominated this right flank offensively, uh, unbelievable. I'm really proud that we have these players who only here three hours before kickoff uh, that they're going to play and they play in this in in such a decisive way, uh, defensively and offensively. So big respect for uh, mm-hmm. James in that way. Um, Trend is still not feeling 100%. He will do some jogging, hopefully, but he will not be uh, in the in the squad for tomorrow. So, hopefully, uh, of course, no COVID symptoms, but still we tested regardless. So um, he's out uh, he's uh, he's out for tomorrow and hopefully ready for the weekend. So we will build him up um, again. Um, then we have Thiago. Um, how the gaffer said after the game, um, he um, he had a, a calf injury. Um, shame because he was taking the game by the hand. He was playing these passes like unbelievable and uh, real influence on our offensive play. So uh, um, that's really the bad thing of this weekend that we lose two of our. You no, know, I would not say most influential midfielders, but uh, really influential midfielders with Harvey and Thiago in one week. So uh, that's a shame. But he will not be ready for tomorrow, and he will not be ready for the um, for the. Um, For the weekend as well. We're waiting for the scan result and then we know more and then we can make a proper diagnosis. We have Bobby. Uh, He will start doing today parts of team training, so that's good. He's progressing really well. Uh, He will not be involved tomorrow. Uh, That comes too early, but it's really good and a big compliment for our medical department that he's already where he is and hopefully we can make him ready um, for the games coming. And we have, of course, Nico Williams, who, um, who is progressing really well. Um, um, also not ready for tomorrow. Um, yeah. And,
0: yeah, just on, on Harvey, just wonder how, how his early, day, early stages of, of, of his recovery are
1: going, Pat? Harvey's Harvey. A young boy. Deals with it outstandingly, I have to say. And if you see our squad of players... We have so many players with, uh, we had not a similar injury, but a similar situation where they had a long, uh, long long-term injury. And then you see that uh, our group is a proper family. If you see how they reacted when it happened, there were two, uh, Nabi was with tears in his eyes next to the pitch. Curtis was like emotionally that. uh, You see how much it it means to all of us, Um, not just from a football point of view, but from a young player point of view, of course, it's uh, in such a good moment, uh, We lost uh, one of our better midfielders, Um, but he deals with it really well. And how you see, we have a uh, we have a really strong structure in place with our medical department, with Matt, with all the guys around, that we try to support them as much as we can in this early stage. And with a long-term injury, it's like each day is a victory. You know, the small things make step by step, and he's focusing on this.
0: Looking at the football side of things, how excited are you by the start of the season that you've made? But also when you look at the depth of quality that there appears to be in this title race now, how difficult a task is, it? is this title race going to prove to be, do you feel?
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's the good thing about us. Uh, with the manager being already in place for such a long time, we have a clear identity, a clear culture we set in place so. We have this mentality that we only watch the next game. That see to, that we prepare the next game as the next final. So now it's all about the League Cup, and this is what the, the game we want to attack. We want to compete in. Um, I'm really ha- we are we are really happy with our performances. Not just only the results, the way we put our game into place, the hunger the players are showing, um, the decisive moments in from so many different players uh, in the game. Uh, I like that a lot. So. Um, we are confident, uh, but also very hungry uh, as, a, as a team.
0: And how are you looking to
1: utilise the squad again, Pep? I mean, we touched on it with, with some of the
0: absentees there, but I'm thinking there's an opportunity there for game time for the likes of Nat Phillips, the likes of
1: Takumi Minamino as well. Mm, yeah. So if if you if you th- think about team selection, you have to understand our way. Um, uh, so we want to compete in a certain uh style with a certain style of football we want to press we want to be offensively uh, re- we w- really want to be dominant in terms of um, um uh, to control the game what i'm trying to say is that if you want to play like this if you want to compete like this you need fresh legs fresh minds fresh lungs you need energizers on the pitch and that's what we try to do bringing new players who can energize the others because we play each three days so uh understanding team selection you have to need to understand our our, our way so um how i said before it's a, for us it's an important competition what despite what people are saying uh, one because we want to introduce new talents second uh, we want uh, we have this group of players inside our building who want so much but uh to become proper legends, they are legends. But become proper legends. You need national cups as well, so we want to attack them, and um, uh, we really look forward to this. The last three, if you look back, the last three years in the cup, in this league cup, it was Chelsea three years ago. It was two years ago we won the the, uh, the World Cup for teams in Qatar, so we couldn't play it, and last year we played against Arsenal and lost on penalties. So you play against two really good teams, uh, yeah, you need to be uh, lucky as well with the draw and Against Arsenal, we created chance after chance, and in the end, it became penalty. So, that has nothing to say with how we respect this cup. The
0: Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
1: Ibrahim Akanate, he's had to wait
0: for his opportunity, but what were your thoughts on his debut performance against Crystal Palace and how well has he settled into the group?
1: Yeah, uh, Robo said it to him uh, listen, all of us, we need time. To adapt to our style. Uh, Virgil was probably one of the only <laughs> ones who came in, but he still needed to adapt. But he adapted with immediately games. So he, he started playing and adapted to our style with time, in an unbelievable way. Like he was like a puzzle star, puzzle piece, no, missed the, one of the missing ones, like a big piece. But um, so Robo explains it, and that's how they take care of him. He's a settling in well he's a beast in terms of physics so he can catch so many players strong in the air has a really good build-up so strong offensively as well but he's still so young so it's uh, it's great to see him in the last game uh, make his debut get it out of the way and uh, move on
0: and you mentioned James Milner earlier. He's been involved in the EFL Cup in recent years, of course, with the youngsters as well. Mm. When you see yeah. the way he performed at right back at, at the weekend, what kind of example does that set to the young players coming through? You know, he was topping so many statistics.
1: Yeah, yeah, big respect for James, eh? that he, he's such a versatile player and such a, such a strong mentality to... Um, uh, to be able to adapt so quickly to uh, to a new position or a new style against uh, a very very experienced, quick Premier League winger, but the Idema, he went for each challenge. He played on the limit, but uh, really good. So um, uh, that's not the only thing. I think uh, with making these changes, you always hope that like the the connection with the other players around, so with um, with Handuel and Mo, that this stays fluid and. We had such great combinations between these three in the game. So, how I said, he dominated the right flank, um, uh, both offensively and defensively, and that's what we need. And of course, if there's one example in our group in terms of professionalism, uh, it's uh, it's it's Mo. No, <laughs> it's Millie as well. So it's great. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: we'll go to carmark Mark Press Association and to James Pierce from the Athletic. If we can start having the hands up. The embargo section that'd be
1: grand. We've got Paul Joyce for the moment. Carl, to you. hi Bert. Hey Carl. Um, hi. you've spoken about the need to have fresh legs, fresh lungs, and and, and rotate the squad. I'm just wondering how easy is it for, is it for some of these players who, who haven't played a lot of minutes to come in and, and, and be effective in a game like this when, they, when they've when they barely played. No, and th- this is um Um, This is why it's so important that we had our group together for such a long time in preseason, where we had so many games, where everybody played so many minutes. Again, I go back to um, 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 our culture and our identity started a long time ago. So it's not that that's something new for the players. uh, uh, They are used to our way we want to play. So that's a really uh, important aspect of... And then, uh, by the training ground, by the, uh, by what they are seeing in the last games, it's a it's a, it's a huge opportunity for all of them and uh, um, uh, to and and the challenge lies more in making the team collective, making the team with the changes proper uh, together. Yeah. And you you spoke about this can be a competition for introducing young
0: talent. I'm just wondering what. What full what process do you go through when
1: deciding who makes the the step up and some of the younger players make the step up to play in this? What factors do you consider? Because it's not just a question of just picking three or four young players and sending them out there and saying, go on, have a runabout. No, yeah, it's... it's um, how can I say? First of all, this league competition has proven gold for us. Huh? So I want to give one name uh, who's going to start tomorrow. That's Curtis Jones. Why I want to say this name, because... He will play his 50th game tomorrow. So, and it all started with these kind of games. I, uh, another thing is that example, our Champions League qualification. So everybody, uh, qualification, our Champions League group, everybody was saying, what a strong group, the group of that, it's so difficult. It's started all these things. And I was only thinking like, wow, we have six, top games if you come from a de- development or academy background you know how it important it is that you have like top games to develop and one thing our group and our uh, our squad needs is to become better to make the next step and this only works with game time so for young players it's really important in the right games with the right players around them that there's still stability that there's still a clear way of play that we can push them and a second is um, um, we need these games. The more games we play in the season, the better, because that means that we are uh, progressing. And if we are progressing, we get better games. If we get better games with more pressure, the better, because we become a better team, because we learn, we adapt, we uh, we uh, we create these experiences with uh, with our team. Yeah. Right.
0: And then to finish the open section, we go to James Pierce from The Athletic, and then we go to the environment part. James. Hi, okay. Pat. James, yeah. Um, Pep, just as you touched on, then this competition has provided some fantastic opportunities for young players in recent years. We've seen Cade Gordon spend, you know, most of the preseason with the senior squad. How, how did he adjust to those surroundings? And is he someone as a coach you're excited about his huge potential?
1: Ah, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'm excited about our academy. So that's first. There are so many talents like. Uh, um, how do you say, diamonds. So many uh, special players who just can't wait to make this step. So it's so important that we keep doing this because with one player we push, we inspire a whole academy. So we have to keep this logic of the inside pathway. And uh, one, because we win players and uh, second, because we become a better team because young players will never let you down. Never, never. They never did and they never will. Um, About Kate um before preseason uh, we always make sure that our biggest talents or our talents that they start a week earlier than we start. So they start with the 23 training. So I went to the 23 training ground uh, or to the training watching and I see one player and he has fire in each moment he touched the ball. He always he passes players like they are not standing there. So I call Jurgen immediately like, wow. We have a new player here. So we take all these young players to uh, the preseason. And when do you know you have a good player around you? Is when the senior players are st- start taking care of this young player. So when you see James Milner speaking with Kate, when you see Trent becoming like a proper mentor, like when you see that they invite him to sit on the table. And all our boys invited him in our group. Uh, and that made it so not easier, but it made it uh, made it good for him how to uh, adapt to our team to our style. But um, he is uh, what you see a lot with these kind of wingers. They can outplay, they can combine, they can. But he has uh, goal in him, and he has uh, uh, he has this natural uh, ability to uh, be in the box between the goalposts to scores, even when the cross example come from the opposite side. And that not much that. Not many talents have that. They have maybe dribbling skills, but they don't have this desire to shoot, to come in the box, to score. So he's a typical Liverpool football club winger, in my opinion, because he has goal, he has speed, he has. Uh, yeah. Now we really like him, we're really happy that he's uh, with us.
0: You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.